Good afternoon, everybody. Um, at this time in the afternoons, we'll offer some kind of guidance and uh, exercises for us to do together. Um, and today we're going to begin one of the very important themes for our practice, one of the foundations, which we're calling the balance of attention, formerly known for those who've practiced already, formerly known, we were calling it two-ness before, the need to retain two for any soul-making perception to arise. So what this means, I'll say a little bit and then we'll do some work together. So just check, you look pretty awake in the first day after lunch, kind of impressed. Is it because we had a longer lunch break? Are you good at faking it? (laughs) You look kind of awake to me. As much as you can, stay awake, whatever, open the eyes. We will move a little bit in a moment. Okay. So the balance of attention means... To be able to have your own locatedness, you, feel that right now as I share it, that idea, to have you at the same time as being in relationship with any other, anything that's more than you, whether that's an inner image, whether it's another human being, a tree, the sky, the earth, any conception, perception of anything at all that we want to make soul with. Okay. So we want to develop and cultivate a strong and flexible enough container for us. A strong and flexible enough locatedness called you that can be affected by otherness without losing themselves and can affect otherness because we do. We have to. We invariably make an impact. Can make, uh, affect otherness without having to harden, assert, become limit that sense and turn the soul back into a kind of a tighter self. So how to have a strong and flexible enough container to affect and be affected without losing ourself. And losing ourself can happen in a few ways. Um, losing ourself can feel good sometimes, can't, can't it? I mean, a lot of our practice, you know, we come because it's not always easy to have one of these kits. All right. So, so sometimes, and there's a very skillful understanding of a kind of uh, uh, the spiritual practice where we lose the sense of self and other in the skillful ways that leads to the lessening of fabrication, so to states of oneness and beyond, so to speak. For soul-making, that's skillful, but for soul-making we want to retain enough two-ness, right, for there to be two. But we can also lose ourselves in other ways where we kind of merge a little bit unconsciously, not not deliberately. It's really just a, a pattern or a survival strategy sometimes for some of us to kind of just sort of blend into the landscape of the other. Or the tendency might be more that kind of over-assertion 
of having to make the impact. Or it can also be that kind of, and they, they all mix together, the kind of withdrawal, just like, ooh, there I am with otherness, and it brings up the questions of worthiness or um, power issues or whatever, and we can shrink right back, disappear. I mean, the shorthand in the tradition I like a lot, the tanha, the craving for becoming. So it's not eros at all. It's that need to assert the who I am, the the, the bawa tanha, the thirst for becoming, the thirst for that kind of assertion. Equally, the vibawa tanha, the craving for non-becoming, the craving for unbecoming and disappearing. The kind of pulling back, afraid to take our seat in a mutually dependent world. Afraid to take our seat in a mutually impacting and dependent world. So it's a big work, it's a big work, this balance of attention and a beautiful work. And we can engage it just for sanity. So whether we want soul-making or not, just for sheer sanity of living in this world, for health, for health in our relationships, and as a foundation for our soul-making. Soul is made in two-ness. And we'll say more about that. I'm going to offer a couple of ideas about you as soul, you in your location, and I would like you to sense, let your whole body hear them, so that ideas as they come doesn't mean you have to start to shrink your attention and awareness to your head. Keep widening and stretching it out as I offer a couple of narratives and stories about you. And these are not prescribed stories. You will have your own and many more will come. But I offer them for you to register how do they affect the sense of you relating to yourself as soul right now. What is the effect of these stories on your energy body, on your heart, on your willingness to make two with yourself? And then we'll go into a practice of two. Breathing. You, my brother and sister and sibling in birth, aging, sickness and death. 
sense your energy body, sense your heart. Sense your breath. Discriminating the effects of seeing in this way. Seeing yourself in this way. You, dear soul, a nexus of multiple threads of the cosmos coming together in this unique location called you. You, a nexus of multiple threads of the cosmos coming together in this unique location called you. You, dear soul, at your birth, thrust into life on earth as earth, a fully sensuous divine little bundle, your naked body intense and bursting with force. You, an instrument that can be fashioned and made and cultivated to see in ways that bring more beauty, more depth, more riches, You, an instrument that can be fashioned to see in ways that bring more riches and beauty. You, a soul called by their angel out ahead. You, a soul called by her angel out ahead. You, a soul called to see in ways that open and restore senses of sacredness.
you as a poet of perception and you as the poem. Coming to standing. Come to a carpeted spot and use the um, altar up there. And as you carry you around, carry you around as this potentially or actually beloved other, let the knees be soft. Let them bounce. Let the breath move. Bouncing. Shaking the hips. Opening the jaws. Space under the armpits. Wiggle the backside. Shaking the shoulders. And tapping the back heels, so balls of the feet stay on, back heels, tap, and imagining from your crown of your head, dripping down the back of your skull, all the old information, down your spine, down to the sacrum, down through your legs, tapping into the heels, down into the earth. It's not like you have to dump it there. It's not that kind of thing. The earth can do something more intelligent with it for a while. Okay, so tapping the back heels, shaking the head, opening the eyes, imagining that old information. What's good about the old information can stay, but you know it can get recycled back. You don't have to hold it up there. Down the back of the neck. <sighs> Down to the sacrum. Heels tapping into the earth. <sighs> okay, and resting. Knees soft. Let your belly have enough room to breathe. Tuness works better if you have a belly. And by that I mean presence in your belly. Right. 
Okay, let's see if we can move the nests of cushions. You're not going to have to do something as confronting as last night, just so you know. But let's move the cushions to the to the sides. And let's um, free up your position so you don't have to face us. Just, yeah, wander around a little bit. And stopping, pausing, finding your feet. Okay. So we're going to stand for a minute. Knees soft. I'm going to set up now the practice of the balance of attention, formally. So step one is to establish your vertical axis. And I'm going to guide you uh, through a way of doing that. But you will find, and maybe you have your own ways to connect from earth through you to sky. And even if you've done this a million times in a yoga class or um, see if you can come right now with your imagination, your desire for soul making. your perception of energy body. Okay. So let's start with the feet. Opening up the toes, spreading them like fans, (coughs) placing them into the ground, toe by toe. And let the balls of your feet and the center of the balls of your feet, imagine there are roots coming from there that descend deep into the core of the earth. Don't stop at the idea. Let the concept like Vitaka point to the arena for attention, and then let your attention, vichara, linger, fondle, find the pacing to let that concept become percept. Roots, or whatever your body's and soul's imagination offers you. Deep through the floor, through the earth, as if fire at the center of the earth is illuminating that whole territory between your feet and the core of the earth, 
and like a magnetic attraction. You are pulled. And from those feet up through the legs, imagining that illuminating fire at the center of the earth coming up through the perineum, the area between the genitals and the anus, coming up through the perineum, letting your body breathe, and letting that warmth, that fire, that breath, come up through the lower Dantian center, the Hara center, behind the navel, (coughs) up through the solar plexus, to the back of the heart, and just pausing at the back of the heart, breathing, Imagining that back of the heart can be warmed by the contact with the earth. And can yield itself open. Just a little bit more, or maybe a lot. Pausing at the heart and then letting that vertical line come up through the throat, into the skull, into the fore, behind the forehead and up through the crown, letting it extend as far above as it does below. But see if you can have your below while you have your above. This is very advanced. See where it gets patchy, which bit gets left out. Which bit do you have a more practice with? Which bit do you have more inclination toward? You discriminate the self-knowledge here. Little space under your armpits because you might want to grow wider as you make that vertical strong and flexible. Breathing. And if it feels a little too vertical, like you're going to topple over, just widen your attention widthways a little bit. Let the arms come out a little bit. Make yourself wide as well. And even if you're not going to topple over, get some width. Whichever gesture your hands wish for width. And imagining that width extending side to side in front and behind, and in all those dimensions, actually. Using your arms to make whatever gesture helps you.
Don't forget the in front and the behind. And what about the star? I don't know what you call that dimension. Diagonals, that's right. And if you're in a place where you can't move your arms, you can move (laughs) to get some more room. So you play with the movement, and we'll make some sounds just to include the belly and the chest and the head some more. You don't have to stop moving your hands if it feels helpful, but be intentional. So we're going to make some sound with the belly and the pelvis and imagine that whole um, beautiful, that whole beautiful hard bone from your sacrum, your um, sacroiliac joints right round to the wings of the pelvis and that whole bowl there, including the genitals, including the soft tissue at the front of the belly, that whole area could resound, could resound. So I'll offer a lower sound, but whatever sound helps you get there or whatever sound that belly would like to make. So I'm going to go with a... Coming up that midline a little bit to the chest and the heart, breathing with the chest, solar plexus area, letting that come online, taking care both to wake it up but also be sensitive with all this, of all of this actually, find the right balance. Any gesture you wish to make, any touch to yourself is welcome.
Don't forget your back as well in this area and your front. And if you fancy going up and down the up and down the instrument, you can. But take care. See where you're sensitive. See which notes you're used to playing. I don't just mean musical notes, but which areas you're used to resonating, and which you're not. Including the head, if you want the little higher pitches, including the head coming up, down, wherever you like. Up is like. Gather your energy, body, shape, the vitaka, the frame of reference for your practice, your body and the space around your body. Subtle to gross. Steadying and brightening, suffusing that whole arena with bright attention, including the back the above, the below, the in front. Daring to take our coordinates as this bundle, this little or big cosmic bundle and their coordinates right here. Acknowledging the above and the below. The in front, the behind, the side to side, past, present, future. Belly, your heart, your head. Empty and yet somehow this remarkable location. We'll practice now coming into two-ness, the balance of attention. So firstly, let's practice simply walking, but, but don't walk to walk. Walk to be with yourself. So if it means staying still, stay still. 
The primary intention is to have you, right? So it's not about getting somewhere. Primary intention to have you. Let's wander aimlessly or stay still at the pace which allows you to take with you this whole energy body. If you get ahead of yourself, ask yourself for forgiveness and come back. Any gesture that helps you find the shape. Do you have your feet? Do you have your skull? And if you crumple or cringe or tighten as you go past each other, pause and fill back out again. Fill back out the regions that got crumpled. And your eyes can be closed or open, but we're going to move to have them open in a moment. Do you have your hips? And coming to stand opposite another human being. But you don't need to look at them yet. And if you want someone... Well, even if you don't, (laughs) if you haven't got someone, put your hand up and find each other with the hands. People with hands, hands up. Okay. Let the eyes stay closed. First, finding all of your verticals. Let the knees be soft. Feet roots, breath, belly, heart, sky, breathing right through that vertical, and establishing your horizontal, side to side, in front, behind. And the first intention will be, can you have 80% of your attention with you? And when you feel ready, start to, you don't have to open your eyes. You can just open your energy body to include the fact, the sheer fact of otherness without you going anywhere. And you'll notice many things. Probably you might notice the habits. But let me give you a moment just to try that. 80% with you. And then 20% opening your attention awareness to include in your field of attention the fact of otherness. 
remember it's a practice. It's not about getting it right. It's about discerning. Oh, oh wow, look what happens. I, I can open up there, but I lose my hips. Wow. Or, gosh, I, 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 I have no idea how to do this. Remember, your body is going to be a real ally here. So loosen up under the armpits. There's going to be no scoring marks or attainments. Notice any desire to pull back. Maybe the heart wants to go back into a little safe chamber. It's okay. Maybe the whole body has tensed. Maybe the whole body is open, steady, and available for the other without losing yourself. Just know for yourself what's here. Fine to adjust your body, you don't have to kind of lock in. And then we're going to practice with the intention of fifty fifty. of your attention with you, 50% opening your energy body to include the otherness. So there's a whole kind of sphere that includes you and the other. And there will be some, hopefully some concepts flying around saying things like, oh, that's interesting, I, I've lost my hips. Oh, my middle toe has gone out of the picture. the picture of your felt sense image concept what can you find out And very slowly, as if from the center of the earth and from the sky, you as a nexus of the cosmos, a location, you'll open your eyes, but you're not going to lock in eye contact. You're going to let that doorway of perception, the eyes, come into the picture and see the fact of otherness. 
seeing as much as you can from as much of you as is here can be brought to the table. Nothing you have to do about the other for them. any social pressure that's coming in your own mind of oh but if they look and I don't and they're going to think I'm rude and what about this and how's it give it up And just take one moment to let the others see that you see each other, just for a moment. Thanking your partner. And start moving. And notice if you're dying to get out of there, or if you want to linger. Just know yourself. It's good. I've got a couple more minutes. Just wandering around again. But wandering around with yourself. with your sky, with your earth, with the energy body, behind, in front. Noticing if you're noticing if you're um, You've made an unconscious agreement with yourself to shut everything down until the bell rings. You know that, dying for it to be over. Do any of you have that tendency? No? Ah. <laughs> okay. And then speeding it up a little bit. Speeding up the walking, noticing if you can stay with you. Eyes open, available. Not having to engage, but if you do, you do. Breathing. And finding one more person, one more human. Hands up if you want another human. Or you're willing at least to have another human. Any, there's two here, I think. One, two, three. Are we an odd, are we, oh, I think we're an odd number now. Elena, we can do it if you like. And these soft, eyes closed, establishing the vertical, practice one. You can practice the vertical with the eyes open, but not having to make the otherness the focus, right? There's a whole room around you with trees and space and <coughs> it's a whole big world. So establishing the vertical, eyes open, without the human other being so primary. Sky, earth, midline. 
And as if your eyes could come to see and take in the fact of otherness without shrinking your attention around them, without locking on, right? Stay with the room, the world, the self, the other, and the world. Seeing the otherness, that this nexus of the cosmos. And at any point you need to close your eyes or avert them or free it up, free up the attention, do that. No right way of doing this. Even if they are a very curious bundle. Have you got yourself? You got your soul. Eighty percent with you, twenty percent to the other. Letting the eyes open and see that you see each other. And if there's anything curious in you, about the other. Just enjoy that for a moment. Thanking them. And taking yourself to find your cushion and your mat and bring it back to your place. discerning and clocking for yourself where your edges are with that practice so that you can make that mental note and maybe in your notebook of where you want to practice. And practicing with a human other, of course, is quite, it's not the easiest thing. We have a lot that happens with otherness, particularly in the human realm. So we can practice that and we will encourage you to practice that in the week anytime you have a spare moment, <laughs> which is a lot of the time, uh, with the inner, in, inner images, but also when you're outside with the trees, if they are willing, and the rabbits, if they keep still enough. And I remember Ajahn Sachito, one of my teachers, used to say he, when he got up in the morning and he would bow to his Buddha statue, his Buddha image, that that would be his way of checking out how he was doing in relationship that morning. Like, can he have himself and this otherness, right? So we can practice with images too. 